Welcome back to what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. I'm Vincent Lancey, speaker, author, and coach based out of Tampa, Florida. Want to know what it's really like to be an entrepreneur? Well, you came to the right place. Whether you're already an entrepreneur or looking to start your journey tomorrow or just someone who needs a little extra motivation to get through the day, this is the perfect podcast for you. This is the place where you will learn exactly what it's like in the world of entrepreneurship and hear authentic stories of entrepreneurs grinding on each episode. My goal for this podcast is to help you realize that giving up is never an option. If you missed the last episode, be sure to download it after you tune in today. Before I introduce my guest, I'll share another entrepreneurial story to inspire you all. For today's episode, I will introduce the story of Joe Coulomb, who is the founder and CEO of Trader Joe's. He started taking the business side of his life very serious when he became the operator of a small size convenience store chain in Southern California. He wanted more than what he was currently doing, so he started brainstorming ideas. He wanted to do something that, quote, upwardly mobile college grads may want to do or go, rather, instead of their only main option in 7-Eleven. Something that had more to offer, wasn't too much more expensive, and had friendly and knowledgeable service. He decided to open a tropical-themed market. This Pasadena, California store was filled with good wine and alcohol and became popular. He soon decided to expand again, adding locations near universities and schools. What was next? He added the healthy food side of the things, and Trader Joe's began growing and is now the huge company that it is today. Hey, Sella, what do you like best about his story? The best thing about this story is that he went with his gut and he chose to expand his um his business in other places and I feel like once you feel you have something you should go and try to expand it because the more people that know about it the more awareness you build. Absolutely I couldn't agree with you more especially word of mouth marketing I think is the best marketing creating that awareness I think that's something you may know a little bit about. No definitely that's something that I, I feel I, I live by. <laughs> yeah it was hard to get going in the beginning doing that or what was that with the confidence getting out there just doing the hard work? Definitely confidence, man, which is hard work. So trial and error, just after doing it so many times, it's like either I'm going to keep on going or I'm going to stop. And I, I, I chose to keep on going with this. So you have to kind of just gain self-confidence by the day. Absolutely. That voice you all just heard, that's the sound of today's guest. Today's guest is somebody I met through Instagram. Earlier in the season, I had a chance to interview Philip Hartman, also from Cape Town, South Africa. And today I'm excited to have another perspective and another entrepreneur from Cape Town. Today's guest is a music artist and visionary who is creating a consistent and timeless lifestyle of individuality. After seeing his content and talking to him for a bit, I realized he had a great story to inspire people and I had to have him on the show. Allow me to please introduce Michael McLeod or better known as Sella. Sella, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I love what you're doing, so uh, this is an honor to be a part of this. Absolutely. Would you mind please introducing yourself a bit more to our listeners and previewing your story without giving too much away of your entrepreneurial journey? Um, pretty much, yes. I'm a music artist and visionary, which means that my brand and my time is spent on just creating, visualizing, and bringing these visions and things that I see in people um, as their selves or certain brands that they have and bringing that to vision. Um, I was very, very shy with this at first, but because I've been doing this alone for this long, I 
kind of have to gain the confidence that I can do this and I can do it for other people. So now I'm really pushing uh, what I do into one thing. Well, I'm looking forward to learning all about your journey, Stella. And what I do on each episode is we dive into the big five. In the big five, my guests and I go over these five questions to help you, the listeners, learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. You're ready to go? Yeah, ready. Let's go. When did you realize that you either weren't happy with what you were doing or that you just needed some kind of change to truly start this entrepreneurial journey? To share your story. I believe I wasn't, I, I really felt this at my second year of university. I was going to BYU, Hawaii, Brigham Young University, Hawaii. That was in Laie, Hawaii. Amazing time there. And I just was playing basketball. And I told myself that I spend the next three years of my um, time university going for a major that I don't want and playing a sport that I'm very good in, but wouldn't want to do after, after it. So I'd chosen to do none of that because I always was taking pictures of people. I was always recording music. I was always creating and visualizing things. I felt like this was a time to me to kind of take that big separation because I felt I was wasting partial of my parents' money and then partial of the school's money for the scholarship. So I just felt it was best for everyone and at that time for me to just go for what I want rather than trying to stay in. Yeah, so you did you start taking this side of your business seriously while in college or you waited till college was over? Yeah, the business really wasn't it kind of formulated through trial and error because it really started as a business. It started as just me going for like three different type of dreams that kind of uh circulated around each other within entertainment. And then as I did certain things, I noticed there was ways I could connect people and things that I can do which can bring money, but still the whole place of me getting the money and finding ways to really making a business kind of really came to now. So uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a whole process that came to, the, to this point. I like how you said that with trial and error. It's a very big constant in the world of entrepreneurship. Yeah. But what would you say one or two of the most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur are for you, Stella? Um, Any uh, longevity with financial backing because like, if, if you're not coming from certain types of ways of money, uh, you have to learn how to survive, but also still put time into friends or things that want to make happen. At the same time, you know, invest into them. So it's like you have to really find a way to work around um, not letting money be the factor, but trying to create something that um, can really bring the money and opportunities to you. That's definitely super, super difficult. You have to be creative with your money, prioritizing things, what's most important right now with this much capital. What would you say another one is for us? Um, also finding value in what you want to do, valuing what you want to bring. I think if you have a place of value in where you're at uh, geographically versus um, where you're at mentally, I think both are very important. So having a, 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 a stern understanding of your value mentally and also where you're at is something that was my hardest thing, finding that, okay, I need to be here to, you know, feel more comfortable and to push things and, you know, go for it. So, yeah. Describe that turning point for us where you finally had that moment where you felt like that. Literally, it's like, I felt, you always feel like, oh, this is the time that's going to happen. But like, all right. So the turning point for me happened when I moved to Cape Town. I officially moved here um, over a year ago. But in 2020, um, when things started, things weren't really happening with the virus or anything, but I was already in a place where I needed to really um, figure out if I wanted to keep going with my career or like make a total different change. And when I told myself that I've been 
working for myself for the past 11 years. I've been producing on my own things. If I'm going to do this, I might as well go at it the best way possible. So that's when I really told myself I really need to turn my brand now into compensation and things that can actually bring me leverage and me always doing, you know, free things and doing cool opportunities, but then like leaving me not with a place where I have like stability uh, financially, also able to like just take my, 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 um, these, these companies that I wanted to create in my brand to higher levels rather than kind of not staying stagnant, but never really getting past a certain place. So, um, yeah, the turning point happened, um, 2020 here in South Africa. Let's look a little deeper into this journey you're on. What is one of your greatest failures or lessons learned and what did it teach you? Um, honestly, I think one of my greatest failures was, I think, speaking, speaking too quick and not, um, taking things in a bit more and really trying to like understand from both sides. Cause I feel like I'm, I'm constantly always making myself feel like I have the answer, even if it's with good intentions. And sometimes even if it's not the right answer, I feel you should be open to listen to fully. If you can really make your, your yourself fully listen to other people's opinions, if you put yourself in that situation. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, speaking less about certain things and um, acting more. And um, yeah, I think those pro that was probably like one of the main things I want to change. Yeah, let's talk about that a little more because I know that can relate to a lot of people. When was that moment when you realized that this had to start being changed? When I just saw seeing the same thing happening, it was like Groundhog Day, man. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting mad. The same type of situation, not the same people, but same type of energy and same qualities in people. And I'm like, this is like my fault. Like, I just can't continue doing this thing anymore because it's just only leading me to a place where I'm making myself crazy. And it's like, no, I don't need to add any more to the craziness. I need to find balance and find people that just click and synchronize and we can have discussions without them be calling arguments and stuff like that. So um, it's kind of, you kind of understand how to go at things. I think it's more about just doing it in a, in a smarter approach. Well, yeah, and also, where were some type of places that you met some light of these like-minded individuals? You're saying you surround yourself to get these thoughts, better thoughts a lot. Cape Town, man. Cape Town. Like, Cape Town has been, like, my, my little, uh, it's not even like a getaway. It's been, like, my, my creative hub it has so much, so much, like, energy and, like, so much uh, good, good, good vibrations here and so many creators that are from young to old that still have the talents of people that I feel are like in LA, New York, Milan, Asia, they're all here and they're, they're willing to to work because I, I find that my grind is something that has gotten me to a lot of opportunities. People see the grind and when people see the grind and they see potential, they'll hop on, they don't need money. You know, they'll, 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 they'll do what they can to, to see it's what awesome. they can, you know? So I found out not to use people, but to utilize people and build teams while you can, some things don't last, but the attention behind it is always to build together. And I think when you have that mind frame, you will always find people anywhere around the world willing to work. You just have to really put in the work to um, let that happen. What type of places are we meeting these people at over there in Cape Town? Beaches, coffee shops, where are you finding the most like-minded in Literally, you just said it. Beaches, coffee shops. I met like one of my main engineers. He, it was so weird. His name was Liam. Um, on Instagram, his name his name is Liam. Made me do it like L I L I A M. Then made me do it, and um, <laughs> I saw this guy just looking at me in the gas station. I was like, "What's this dude doing?" And, like he literally was like following me and stuff. I was like, "Yo, bro, what's up?" He's like, "Hey, man, I think I know you." And I was like, 
whoa, I looked at him, I, like, I think I know you too. But we ended up not knowing each other. And then I was like, well, I work in music. So I work in music too. I'm a producer, engineer. We changed each other's contacts. And now he's like one of my main engineers to like one of my full length albums coming out. So like just things like that, you know, like random, you never know. It's just, if you're, if you aren't feeling, um, I feel like open your mind and don't, don't feel weird if certain people or situations come to you, as long as you don't feel like, you know, super uncomfortable because of, you know, how they act, but just more because of the interaction. You should always kind of go in those comfort zones because you never know, you know, what could be around the corner. I love the way you put that. So if you had to step outside that comfort zone here, Sela, and have a conversation with any entrepreneur, you had to reach out to one, whether it's dead or alive, to learn from them, pick their brain, who would it be? Mm. Only because I'm thinking about music right now, Pharrell, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah, only because Pharrell, I mean, like, he's just, uh, just as someone that worked in the industry and in music, but then he has, like, his brand, and then, like, with his production, you know that he's, like, he has, a, he has his uh, royalties that he's getting with all these artists that he's co-producing for. And then also he has his own personal music. And then he's also, like, you know, working on the um, entertainment side and, like, hosting, you know, television shows. He's, like, he's doing kind of everything that I feel um, an artist would, would want to do under their brand. And, um, yeah, just to speak to him because we work in a similar uh, career field, just to, like, pick his brain or be mentored by someone like that is definitely, like, a goal because uh, – yeah, man, I feel like if you, you reach the highest of things, you know, that's what you're really going to get if you don't quit. I like the way you put that. If you had to pick one spot for this meeting to go down, where would the meeting be? Man, Cape Town, bro. Like, <laughs> I want everything. Everything has been so special in Cape Town. And there's so many. I want more people to experience Cape Town. So if amazing creatives like that and legends like Pharrell and um, haven't been able to come to Cape Town yet, oh, I, I encourage them them too especially with how things are right now i feel south africa you know needs to be a place to get more known and to to get let people fill out the creativity out here you know love the way you put that you're making me want to go check out this place right now (laughs) it's all about but let's look into the future here Stella. you have a lot going on here in your entrepreneurial endeavors let's look on big picture one year and five years from today one year out where do you want to see yourself what do you have going on one year out yeah. Um, well, as far as the brand, uh, I, I just I, I feel like in the a years times from now, people will have a, a, a pretty com- a pretty complete idea of what seller is, which is, you know, music, brand management, mentorship, photography and like a lifestyle. So they'll see from photography and magazines they'll see models that I have scouted and developed being, you know, used on certain, you know, digital platforms we will have you know my magazine will have like a radio where i'm promoting artists finally on a platform where i don't have to push through mine but i have like my own platform where we're pushing people through you know emo radio and um with like the um with my brand management we finally have a place where um i can show myself as being this creative so a year from now we have people hitting us up for needing them to have shoots produced like us to have videos like us to have their logos like us to get models that we present and we manage through them to use for their brands. So I feel a year from now with, with the right, with the right movements and efforts, um, it definitely should be full fledged, you know? I like the way you put that, but now let's look at these big dreams, even bigger. Where are we looking five years? What we got going on? Yeah. Five years, definitely own agency. Um, I feel by then it's like fully out. Um, definitely emo radio is probably right now. Not probably definitely like um, its own label and we're able to be like a Vivo. 
And like we are, people want to have emo TV on their videos because they know that they're going to be getting the biggest views from the most loyal and phonetic people that are not fans, but the family, you know, I hate the word fans. I wish like they could change to a different word because right now the people that are supporting me, like this is like my family, you know, because if you're supporting someone at times like right now, you are loyal, you know, so That's I feel right. there should be a different way how they approach people and how they approach labels and names. And I would love that um, everything to the brands are bringing a bit more education and light to those kind of things from music to, to photography, to articles, shedding light on people. Um, so yeah, man, the brand is full fledged. We got agencies, we have magazine companies, we are full digital distribution companies for music artists and, um, man marketing people everything that's me great for five years i'm looking forward to seeing this worldwide mission you're on so thanks so much Stella, for coming on the show i know our listeners are going to see all the value in your episode today i love how you really highlighted perseverance and not giving up throughout the entire episode you kind of went to cape town found your creative hub and you're thriving there and you're grinding and you're trying to make the people around you better i love your greatest failure because it was all about improving yourself and making yourself better and that's important not just in entrepreneurship, but overall life. But it's time for the last word here, Sella. I do this on my other podcast, A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancey as well, because I want my listeners to really get to know the guests I have on. Is there something you'd like to share with everybody listening on we didn't get to touch on yet today? Um, I, I think my main thing is you always hear about, you know, follow, follow your gut, you know, you know, don't give up. Um, but literally, you have to be so honest with yourself if this is something that you truly want to do. Are you willing to literally, like, you know, pass away for the, the, the efforts you put into this? Because why would you put all your efforts into something if you're not willing to risk it all for it? And I feel like a lot of us get to a point where we want things because of how it looks. Or maybe we have a passion for it, but we're not really ready to put that kind of effort into it. And um, I just really want to encourage myself more each and every day and other people to like go for things that you truly, truly, truly want. And don't let anyone ever tell you that you cannot make it because if you truly want something, then there's mo there's 99% sure that you're going to have a talent for it because you wouldn't really, really want something that you don't have a talent for it or you'll work for that talent or for that thing. So, you know, I feel going for your passions is so, so important nowadays because if you get to a point where we lose it all. We can't even go for these things, you know. It's going to be a very sad time, and I don't think that any of us want that. So you know, go for a while while we have it, you know. Appreciate Love the positivity, Sella. Please share your professional social media website or ways for our listeners to follow these endeavors. Request your services. Yes, sir. And also, man, thank you for, you know, reaching out and being so diligent and, like, you know, just, like, being on top of it. You know, that's why you're going to really be killing it, you know, much sooner than you think, bro. So, you know, Appreciate keep it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I try to make all my platforms the same. So it's I, um, I am Sella, I-A-M-S-E-L-L-A-H. That's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And um, as far as, uh, and, and uh, yeah, and as far as Tumblr, I'm going to use that. Uh, my website's imseller.com. And, um, yeah, look out for a lot of things <laughs> coming up. Everybody be sure to check out all that social media and content. And it's social media time for the show. And we're on whichever platform you like to use. We're at what it's really like to be an entrepreneur on LinkedIn, your favorite morning podcast on Instagram and Facebook and podcasts by Lancey on Twitter. So you get updates from both of my shows. Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media and YouTube. And my website is VincentALancey.com. If you check out my books, DM me. I want to hear from you. 
We have Left for Dead, a story of redemption, and how to transform your mindset when the norm has changed, both on Amazon now. If you enjoyed today's episode, please continue listening and rate what it's really like to be an entrepreneur five stars. I work hard to find value delivering stories for you on each episode. And as always, I will end the show with a quote that inspired me and know it will for you too. Follow your bliss and the universe will open doors where there were only walls. Thanks for listening and I'll see you all in the next episode of what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm.